Fucking hell. Ten weeks in and he still can't get it right. I thought I had technical difficulties at the start of the uh, start of this little little trip we're going on, but Pat is uh, taking over, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, um, he's definitely taking his uh, role as dad of the group, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> having to be uh, dragged, kicking and screaming through new technological advances of a new laptop. I but, can't believe it. For uh, well, it'd be quite competent. He, he, had, he had the mic which sounded sounded like he was next to you. He's now on Zoom twice, which is even more. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear so, me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, and we are recording. Can you hear us? Yeah, so wait there. I can hear you. You're coming out of my laptop. It's not ideal. If I just tap on my microphone, tell me if, if the sound's coming through there. Yeah, the sound's coming through there, Pat. And the listeners have just been deafened. They've just been molested by my microphone. Yeah. It's like when you turn the TV on and it's on volume 90. That's what I want. That's the entrance I need. We'll do this every week. Uh, We have done it every week, but just not planned. Just because you always (laughs) end up having some sort of issues. I was saying I was 10 weeks in, and you're the one with the most technical difficulties. Now, I thought I was bad with Zoom, but... You are um, taking over the reins of technical difficulties, and it's still season one. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Yes. I, hate, I mean, I it always Zoom. will be. Stop blaming Zoom, man. Me and Brad are fine. The we only technical fine. difficulties I've had are being upside down a couple of times. <laughs> on Self-inflicted. So you've um, your average as as um, your average is quite high. Jed, on being upside down. <laughs> two, two out of ten episodes. That's right. 20% right. Should we get into it? Go for it, Brad. Hello, welcome back to Talking Heads and Tails. We are now up to episode 10. We've hit double figures, boys. That's um, yeah, the boys. something we should be proud of. I think it could be a point where we get more episodes than listeners at one point, but we'll um, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it Keep it going. Um, hopefully, this is one of the last technical difficulties we do have. But um, Pat, speaking of technical difficulties, have you had any technical difficulties this week? Um, no technical difficulties this week. I've had some physical difficulties this week. Every week, though, isn't it? Since since the yeah. old knee went. Since the old knee went, yeah. Every week since um, first year of uni. <laughs> yeah. Did you Since need to go before uni or was it at uni? No, I did my knee playing youth rugby when I was sort of 17. So, yeah. Never oh, been really? the same since. Under 16s was the best season of rugby I've ever had. At what, point, cricket, just, think at what point at the age of 17 do you think it might not be the knee? It might be the fact that at 17 years old you weighed 110 kilograms? Nah, at 17, at 17 years old, I was. Uh, about 90 kilos. Were you? Yeah. Well, we're missing a leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a leg. What's the opposite of an amputation? Like, yeah. I, I didn't have a leg and they added one on. 
That was just before uni. First ever North Wales leg transplant. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So now I've had some, have some fun. Uh, house is chilling out a bit more now. So it's just sort of been enjoying watching sport and yeah, chilling out really. I, I mean, I, I've been forced to chill out a little bit. I couldn't really walk Friday, Saturday, but um, yeah, we're getting there. Is this the second pod in the new house then? It is. Pod number two. Yeah. Are we so, going to get like a nice little green screen in the background and then we can put you in like different sort of environments? Yeah, yeah. Pitch side is, is probably my favourite my favorite environment. But what about if it's we- the 85th minute? What's that? What about if it's the 85th minute and you want to uh, go get, your, uh, get to the front of the queue at the pub? <laughs> um, we can what change a, the green screen to the pub. <laughs> um. Yeah, what, no, game, the, what game would you have on in the background? In the 85th minute, if I'm leaving. Whatever's live on. Yeah, yeah. Just commenting on it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But, like, something rogue. Something, uh, like, a rogue, like, not, like, a mainstream sport. Yeah, like... Um, like, college baseball or something. I was thinking, like, Kabaddi Finals 2021. Oh, yeah, very rogue. But you're only allowed to say like really famous sayings. So when they walk, yeah, you have to commentate got, on it got, like it's yeah. Like it's, when they're walking out, you go and it's live. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that would be quite fun actually if we watched games of sport but commentated on it in the style of another sport. So like watched watched a boxing match but commentated on it like it was test cricket. <laughs> <laughs> By the barest of all margins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Golf. Masters this week, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Did, did you, um, on some of the Masters, Tiger Woods, did you see how many people turned up to his practice round? No. Uh, no, I did thousands, not. Thousands. Obviously, he's, he's only qualified because he's won it. Has he won the Masters five times or he's won five different... I don't know. I should really know because he was on my list of all-time great sportsmen. He's won like 15 majors, I think. Yeah, I think he's won... I think if you win the Masters, you can always go back to it or something something random like that. So that's the only reason he's allowed to um, to play. And it's his first, um, first professional competition back since he had a car crash. So... I, there's a photo on Twitter doing the rounds and it, it's like a... It was like it was the actual round of golf. It was uh, it was loads loads of people round. So he's just a superstar, isn't he? Yeah. Talking of um, talking of people who thousands of people go and watch play pitch and putt at Whitby pitch and putt. Jed, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, good mate. No golf, unfortunately. The weather uh, the weather didn't allow it. But the Arnold Palmer Mini Golf Course on the West Cliff in Whitby is going to get. Uh, He's going to get some action over the summer when I go up. Uh, yeah, week's been all right. So, highlight, on Saturday, I went watching European Strongest Man in Leeds, uh, the prelim to the World's Strongest Man. And it was probably up there with one of the best live events I've been to. Uh, it was just mental. So, a couple of thoughts coming out of it. Uh if you put into context the weights that they actually lift, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like they were like overhead pressing 200k, uh, yeah. deadlifting 300 
to 400k um like the atlas stones uh the heaviest one was 200k so to put that into context it was mental the heaviest lad there was 195k called iron bibby if you look him up uh because he is a massive boy and the commentator said something like he was only there as like a guest because he's from um he's from africa so he, he was just taking part in the log lift because he's a world record holder but the commentator was like yeah you've put on loads of you put on some good lean weight in the off season uh iron baby how are you feeling and honestly he's probably the furthest thing from lean as i'd ever think um next thing next thought that i have is the men that were putting the weights out and taking them back like there was one event where they had to take some weights up a stairs and then you and then two middle-aged men are just like potter out who were both in good shape try and lifting a 200 kilo like weight down some stairs and that was entertainment in itself just watching them struggle uh, and then there was this thing called bicep cam which was like a kiss cam kind of thing but you had to tense your biceps and one guy just refused to do it and his wife did it and his wife was like nudging him like oh come on come on stop being such a killjoy like and she was getting like visibly very annoyed at him and uh, then they went back to him on camera and it was very funny did you do it a second time or did you still not do it? Oh, no, I still refused. I think if you was put in that situation, what would you rather be in, a bicep cam or a kiss cam? I think both are equally a little bit just as embarrassing as the other. No, bicep cam definitely because they were like everyone, like it just pants all the audience and they just like, you know, some people just like tense the biceps, you know, just like do the pose, but not it's like they were like middle aged women doing it and like five year olds. It wasn't like a serious thing, it was just kind of like a way. And then this guy just point by refused to do it. He's de- he's got some trauma being on a kiss cam answer and going, been here before, not doing it again. Everyone else said, that organized fun though, isn't it? Some people don't like lining up for that. Maybe maybe he sees a little bicep cameras organised fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see um, the kiss cam video when two people kiss and then it pans back to them as winners, but her boyfriend had come back, um, and then he was really confused because he'd not seen some, he'd not seen his missus kiss someone else. Oh, that is tragic, isn't it? Really. Yeah, um, it's a. Re- I am slowly understanding that podcasts aren't probably the best um, medium to describe videos on, but we'll move. Uh, Brad, how's your week been? Um, yeah, it was good. Um, mainly the weekend. I had a game on Saturday, I think. How was that? Um, yeah, it was good. Good fun. Um, just steamrolled the team really straight off the back fence um, it's always good when in the first two minutes you realise how soft they're going to be so you can just play a bit of bit of eyes at footy um, yeah, chase some egg truck some nut yeah exactly how well, did you start Brad? I tr- yeah I started number 10 um, I did try first to- carry fly off no, no we kicked off and they knocked on so uh, and scrums are back, which is an absolute blessing for big boy over here, because after five <laughs> minutes, gassy. So, at the standard of we're playing, at knock-ons are few and far between, so 
do get quite a fair few breathers, which is which is a bit of a luxury. Um, but no, it was good fun. I did chuck nut. I tried to offload and it went forward, so that won't be happening again. Um, yeah. Did you score and, a try? No, I didn't, no. Um, I, so I got a quick play of the ball for the first try. The nine just scooted. That's like a pre-assist in well, football. Well, yeah, so... Yeah, I took the ball in the previous carry, so, like, <laughs> so I've got a try. I've, I've got a try involve, involvement. No, it's leading to, to a story in that. So I did... So I obviously got a quick play of the ball. We scored off it. The coach comes over to me and says, you need to be running that ball hard. You'd have been through there. I was like, we've just scored. Why does it even make a difference? So... But no, it, it was good fun. Um, the ground was probably like running on playing on concrete. So I am a sore. Never fun. No, never fun. I'm a bit of a sore puppy today. Um, Saturday night, Els came in at three o'clock because she was out in Manchester, and she's like, "How are you?" And I was <laughs> probably in my sleep just when I'm very, very sore. So that felt sorry for myself. I still feel sorry for myself now. Just just come back from training and my knee feels like pain. So um, we um few no, Ruby Reds after the game. Yeah, I had I had a Guinness. Um I think it's rude not to. Get some we get some free food actually, which is quite a bit of a blessing. Nice sausage match. No, sausage, um, chips and curry. Nice. Proper rugby league. Community that's proper post-game food, that is. Yeah, it? that is. Post, like, post really post bad grub. sausages as well. Yeah. Yeah. Proper, like, chip, chip shop sausage. Not sure if they'll cut yeah. to the full potential or... <laughs> the potential. <laughs> or to the correct temperatures, but we... Uh, it was edible, and I will, I've not been ill since... But no, I do. I, I love. I love being back at the rugby. It's. Um, I'm sure. Obviously, when you're back, Judge, you'll be the same. Um, yeah, mate. I'm looking forward to it. And I got what most people now wear today. Purchased. Got some nice little budgie smugglers front for under the kit when um, when I'm running around trucking some nut. Nice. Are you gonna um, are you gonna don them at the top of uh, Mount Snowden when we do our walk? I, I think that's the aim. I, it matters how comfortable they are. I, I can imagine on a six-hour, seven-hour walk. I'm not sure how comfortable they'll be. Better chafing, I reckon. Better yeah. Chafing, yeah. Swim, swimwear material, isn't it? Vass up. Yeah, but I'm not walk the old budgie smuggler since I was probably what six years old seven years old so um, yeah if you want I can provide the Vaseline for you to for you to uh, lube up on, on the old inner thighs uh, and you can wear them but I can imagine there's going to be some friction um, some uh, yeah. friction between them legs I mean, you could probably be... start a fire with them some lads on Saturday, because the ground was so hard, were putting Vaseline on their knees. Have you ever seen Why? that before? No. Is that is that a common thing? Yeah, like if you're playing like 3G and 4G and hard ground. Oh, really? What, stops off. you getting like grazes and stuff? I'm not actually sure how... How it works. 
not not how it works. <laughs> could it could how it be effective a it is. It could be that could be a wool pull. Someone's gone, get some Vaseline on your knees. The guy who's put it on has then just spread the word by like spreading the podcast. Spread yeah. it to everyone. Now everyone puts Vaseline on the knees and just miraculously doesn't get injured, but it's not actually down to the Vaseline. Strangest pre-game rituals, what have you seen? I've seen somebody put some Vicks Vapor rub to the back of the throat. I used to play rugby with a fella called, whose nickname was Chips. And before every single game, he ate a bowl of chips. And <laughs> one week, he turned up to a game and they hadn't, didn't have any chips. So he went home and didn't play. <laughs> Unbelievable. That turned into a uni story when someone had full English. Before yeah. a game. I remember that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ferry Bridge Services. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Having, what, 12,000 12, calorie meal just before you go and truck some nut? He, wa- he, he was a, he was a nut, trucker, nut trucker as well. But was it? What I think about that, right, is like full English just must sit so heavy. You know what I mean? Oh, man. It would be horrible. Yeah, it's not, uh, not good. Seen people who have to be sick before games. That's not good. Yeah, Johnny Wilkinson was big on that. He, he, I remember reading that in his book. He said that he's, he's sick before every game from like under 12s upwards. Really? That is very strange. Is it a nerves thing? I think so. But then I reckon you just get into like, it's like a, it almost becomes a bit of a routine, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember playing uh, Wigan St. Pat's when I was under 16s. And before the game, said so they were the best team in the country. They would obviously knew they were going to uh, lever us. Uh, before the game, they all went to the gym and shifted some tin, came out to warm up, all pumped up in like vests and stuff. And we just looked at them and thought, this is it. We're going to all die today. That's nuts. And one of them is now playing in the NRL. Uh, a fair few of them are playing semi-pro. So, who's playing in NRL? Uh, Oliver Gildart. All oh, right. Yeah, it was a very Fair good play. team. It will be a good team, won't it? Yeah. Uh, so that was probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, I think that leads us on quite nicely into mainly one topic that we wanted to talk about, which was Super League and NRL and or. Can I first put a disclaimer out to the listeners that we have got we're St. not Helens. talking about Salford. <laughs> yeah, first we're not going to talk about Salford, and we have got a St Helens fan in the room. So if we do talk about Dame Droby for the next forty-five minutes, not only will you be switching off, but I'll be switching off too. So uh, just want to put that disclaimer out there. Go on, Jed, talk about Dame Droby. So yeah, I mean it, it was a clinical <laughs> it was a clinical performance by the boys, wasn't it? Uh, got the W for Robes' five hundred game. Uh, I mean, is there a better player ever to play in the Super League? Probably not. Uh, is there a more consistent player ever to play the game of rugby league? Probably not. Is there a guy that epitomises the work ethic of a team and a club with as much history as St. Helens? Probably not, um, but yeah. That's I can it. think of one other person who, let's just put it one way, ran shitloads of marathons recently. 
Yeah, but he's not he's not involved with Leeds Rhinos anymore. So, I mean, because he played the... rugby union at the end of his career. Yeah, true. That's not saying that what he's done is amazing. And did he um, play rugby union? Yeah, 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 he played for Yorkshire Carnegie. Uh, yeah, obviously he's a he's an older boy as well. So, uh, yeah, King Kev is probably. He's probably up there, too, yeah. to be fair. But out of current players, um, yeah, best hooker in probably the world right now. I can't think of many better. Um, Harry Grant may be close second, but not sure. Are you Walpole in the zero? Definitely the best um, <laughs> hooker in the Super League. Um, but, yeah, another point on... So two more points on Saints, and then I'll and then I'll You've got let to... you let you talk about how Salford lost. Or can I touch on one thing about this? Kind of might divulge into a different conversation, but when people talk about like best player ever in like specific sports, it kind of just not hurts me, but it's just like you, there's a lot of players to give credit to. Like Rob, Rob obviously done a lot. But then you have got to think of like Simfield, Peacock. Um, like other players that have great Super League as well. Nothing? Or are you just going to go all out, Roby? Uh, no, yeah. Ov- I mean, obviously. I mean, it wouldn't be a really biased St. Helens <laughs> run if I uh, mentioned all the other good players to play Super League. I know that there's a lot of good players to play Super League. But, yeah. I mean, in my eyes, he, he genuinely is. You can't have a conversation about best players to play Super League for a long period of time and James Roby not being the conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I not saying that. he's all out, definitely 100% the best, but I'd definitely say he's up there. Two more points on Saints and we can move on to how Salford are probably going to get relegated. Uh, one, Tommy Makinston and Mark Percival, shoe-ins for England. In my opinion, I can't think of two better outside backs that run the ball from yardage in the Super League. Um, they seem to do what Brian Toto does very well, uh, taking it off the back fence. And are St. Helens the team with the collective best-looking biceps in rugby league? Because Joey Lussick has some very nice biceps. Morgan Knowles has some very nice biceps. And Johnny Lomax also has some very nice biceps. Um, yeah. With the whole Percival and Tommy Makinson comment, I, I think that was always a shoo-in though, wasn't it? I couldn't really think of, uh, especially now Sargentson's out for the season, I think Percival's probably got that three shirt. Yeah. Specifically with, because Dan Sargentson's injured. But, uh, with Herbie Farmworth, the other centre? Um, He's doing well for Briz. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'd want like Jake Connor in that centre role, but then do what Turbo does for New South Wales, which roams. I think. I don't know. He's playing okay for Brisbane, but is he he standing out in like a poor Brisbane team? Will he fit like. I don't know if Sean Wayne's going to play England. I think. Probably underwhelming, and we'll probably just get battered by Tonga, New Zealand. I think some of these um, 
the island nations could really do could really do England this year. Yeah, Samoa, Fiji. It, well, it, it all depends what the players um, or who they want to play for. If they put themselves forward for the the islands or Australia, because Samoa could have yeah. an absolutely unreal team. What is it? Squads of thirty. Um, I don't know. I think no. twenty-four. Well, that's not a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm done with Saints now. Uh, Hull and Wigan probably uh, was a good game. Probably that go Louis Vader. for the top four. That Louvada for Hull was unbelievable. He yeah, looks like he a right was. signing. Yeah, uh, I think the term is rugby league handful. Yeah, taken from our our uh, friends at Hello Sport. Um, I say friends, the people we all just friends of the pod. Yeah, we yeah we all the people we just spend most of our lives listening to chatting it. more bollocks than us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any more thoughts? What's happening at Salford, Brad? That's one question. Any more thoughts on the Super League? Um, I think Salford came back quite well. Second half, I think first half shipping twenty four points isn't ideal. Um, but I don't think that's ideal for any team. But I think showing some heart, showing some fight back. We, there was an adjustment in the second half where we put Brody Cross the first receiver instead of Mark Sneed, and it just worked a, like a lot which is interesting as to why it's not been happening prior to that. But I think we'll be all right. I think there's some dreadful, dreadful teams in Super League this year. Wire, Leeds, Toulouse. Um, Wire and Leeds, that's so <laughs> as if you've put them in the same bracket. Have you as seen a Dolphin <laughs> fan, that is an absolute <laughs> level of cheek. Have you seen how bad they are? Yeah, um, but like, I mean, the f- all four halfbacks, all four starting halfbacks for Wire and Leeds have played NRL. Right. Which shows how, like, all, like, which does, yeah, say that they're playing absolutely dog shit and they should be a lot better. But, like, you can't say that they're just a bad team. They're just playing horrendously. Which would equate to being a bad team, Jeff. Do we think that Leeds are going to get out of the bottom half? No. Do you think? Uh, there's just something fundamentally wrong, like getting nailed at home against it. Like, obviously, Saints are really good, but Saints didn't play to their potential, really. Saints have had a few weeks where they've been look, not looking as good as what they have been in recent years. Obviously, getting beat by Toulouse, and then Saints have given him a lot of like good ball, and they've just been absolutely nothing with it. I don't think, obviously, they're missing Aiden Caesar, but as three to go, an injury yeah. can be not like him being at Leeds, so he might be injured for the season. I think yeah. what's been weird, like so far in the season, as a sort of bit of a neutral looking at it, is every single team, whilst like. Some of them have been dread- like some of them looked dreadful this weekend. Like, obviously, Salford didn't look great. You know, um, Salford's to name one of those teams that didn't look great. God, Did, say wouldn't again. say dreadful. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, but like you know, some of the teams haven't looked great, and there's been times when they've looked like woeful. But they've, but also in the season, 
even though we're seven games in, they've looked class at times as well. Like when Warren and um, when Wakefield went down to Catalan, like there was like points in that game when they looked just like daft and like really, really good. We were playing nice, really nice rugby. That's what the one thing that I don't get is just so inconsistent. Yeah, I think. I think it's a case of everyone can beat everyone, which is which is really good as a product, uh, unless the level is of the level of what it is. I think that's where, I think that's why it's like dropping off a little bit because it's just getting quite poor to watch at times. I think I think the standards definitely dropped from last year, which is a bit weird to think. Teams have invested more, so I think that's something that needs to be looked at. But I think everyone can beat everyone, and it just epitomised by Toulouse beating Saints. Um, it's like rugby league's quite weird. It's just like circles of where one team beats one team, who beats another team, who gets beat by the team that they originally beat. So it's an interesting season, but. We'll we'll see how the season goes on. I think everyone's building towards the World Cup, which will be unbelievable. Yeah, it should be unreal. We've got tickets to that, haven't we? No. No, me and Brad haven't. All right. All right then. Well. Because for the when when the original date was, neither of us could make it, but we will be going. <laughs> we'll be oh, fine right, okay. way. Yeah, me and Brad can just uh, buy tickets and sit together. Me and Brad could do a live pod. From St James's Park, you and Brad can enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Oh no, we'll still absolutely send it into the abyss, but just with two of us. I think any yeah, more, yeah. any more than four, it's just horrendous when you send it. But it's two, you'd be all right. Yeah, but like we're not even going to see you before or after the game. It's just going to be <laughs> me and Brad. I mean, Pat. you'll be, you'll be a uh, halfway down Grey Street. Yeah, I was going to say seventy fifth minute. Sorry. Yeah, if it's 85 minutes in a football game, what would it be in a rugby game, 80 minutes? Are you going to try and do the maths now? Me? I know what the maths would be. Probably, like, just after half-time. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, seeing England get absolutely pumped, yeah, I'd probably leave them as well. Yeah. When, when, when we, obviously, opening game, playing against Tonga, and just getting absolutely smoked... Um, I'll be I'll be in the pub for half time. Um, looking forward to another another rerun of the grand final from last season in the Challenge Cup. Is that ne- this weekend? Ne- ne- this weekend? This yes. weekend, yeah. This weekend. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a cracker. I think. Um, I don't know if Saints are going to get there. We've got a few injuries. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be fit. Hopefully, Alex Wormsley is because he's big out, but. Yeah, it should be a good game. Looking forward to it. Is it on telly? I don't even know. Yeah, it's on BBC. As well. It's in Catalan, so, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's half 12 or 2.30. I've got a bottomless brunch at 12 on Saturday. Put me through that. What? The, the What bottomless brunch is it? So, Peaky Blinders Bar in Manchester. Bottomless drinks and instead of a meal, you get a platter. So I'll try and find what's on this platter. Of what? Yeah, one minute, I'm trying to find it. What's on the it's platter? Good. It's a meat platter. Unspecified meat, but there's just one meat and there's just loads of it. Just a sausage platter. Rabbit. <laughs> a game platter. 
uh, all right, accept the cookies on the website. I don't know why I had to tell you I was doing that. Uh, so, so... I'll tell you what, there's some really good um, Challenge Cup ties this week, actually. Do you want to uh, do a minute to run it and we can follow up next week? Yes. Do you want yeah, to hear the bottomless brunch now or later? Let's do it now. Uh, so, the drinks <laughs> are bottomless drinks. Gin, pale ale, uh, cocktails, Aperol spritz, our boy Finn, I don't know, Manchester spritz and dead man. Gin and tonics, draft lager, Simmons cider, Prosecco, which I think is a good choice of drinks for a bottomless brunch. Yeah. Meat platter, pulled beef sliders, some fried chicken with barbecue sauce, lamb kofta bites with a harissa mayo, sausage lollipops with a Cumberland glaze, Lattice fries, halloumi fries, and root veg crisps. Nice. I'm not sure there's anything I wouldn't eat in that, so can't complain. Yeah, uh, I haven't been to a bottomless brunch since um, a stag do last summer. I'm keen to get to one and, and one soon. Yeah, 90 stag minutes, do that will not be pounds. Okay. Challenge right, challenge cup. So on the Friday, live on Premier Sport, we've got Hull KR v Castleford Tigers. KR. Yeah, I can't. I can't look past KR in that one. Six yeah. KR at home. I'll probably yeah. That's and then two thirty BBC got Catalans v Saints. I mean, I don't need to say. Yeah, I'll go Saints. I think it'll be Saints, but it'll be less than six. Yeah, I'd go with that, to be fair. Next one's interesting. On Premier Sport, you've got Huddersfield v Hull. That is a very interesting. Uh, as they're at home, I'm going to go Huds. Yeah, I'd go Giants. I'll go Hull for that, because I hate Ian Watson. <laughs> You're not bitter <laughs> at all. <laughs> Um, and then Sunday, 2.30 on BBC, Wakefield v Wigan. I will go Wigan because of two words, Jai Field. Yeah, Wigan. Um, I've got Wigan on that one. I don't think Tom Johnson's going to play. So. Surely it wouldn't make that much of a difference to turn around a game. Tom Johnson. The winger's not that influential. Did you see the highlights of the Salford game? Yeah, but like scoring tries against Salford's like going picking some grass up from a field. Is it? Yeah. A field that's really, really far away, so it's really difficult. A field that's just been mowed. Um, just while we're on the subject of things that annoy Brad. Um, how how did Everton get on over the weekend? Do you know what? I've not really had a good sporting <laughs> week. Apart from me personally winning my game, everyone else has probably let me down a bit. <coughs> I, Sorry. I, I think John Everton, the West Ham, I think we were definitely the better side and definitely deserved something from the game. Um, but then again, tomatoes, tomatoes, can't really say anything. I think we'll be fine. I think got Burnley at the weekend, which is a definitely, which unfortunately is a must win. But 
I think if we don't win that, then we then I will be signing out of all social medias and you'll see me again. That's tomorrow night, isn't it? Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah tomorrow yeah. night, half seven, Burnley Everton. Oh, I'm not meant to Everton after this. I thought it was at the weekend. <laughs> uh, speaking of, what just we, we won't let us have all the fun part. We'll let yeah, I mean, I mean, well. old Blood Money's got to get a bit of a paste in this week. Yeah. Um, deservedly. Yeah, deservedly. <laughs> Specifically Terrible. for the first two words. Terrible result. Uh, I mean, I'm... Do, you know, do you know what was good whilst I was watching it? I was, I was, it was on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. And I was, I was just crashing from obviously playing the game yesterday and I was falling asleep. <laughs> Every time I woke up, Tottenham scored. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point in the second half, I just kept waking up and it was like 3 0. Oh, lovely. Watch the goal. Fifth back off. Wake back up 4 0. Oh, this is unbelievable stuff. I, I, think, I think probably for the kit that you were wearing, deservedly, you should have a 3 a 3 0 deficit from the field in that kit. Well, as our uh, good friend Sieg pointed out, uh, wins uh, losses don't count when you wear mustard shorts. That was actually one of the best tweets tweets I've <laughs> seen him do, and I've seen him do some crackers. I love how his Twitter is currently just us and Seagull oh, yeah. whatever whatever his handle is. Uh, Seagull sixty oh one two seven one nine. Um, just having a bit of uh, having a conversation. I know, um, but yeah, no, got got pumped. Uh, didn't create any chances and didn't really defend at all. And then once the goal started coming in, we just completely collapsed. But it's all right. It's all fun and games. We've got Wolves at home on Friday, and then we've got a bit. We've got a run of all right games, and then we've got a run of really tough games towards the end of the season. So like, we basically need to get it boxed off in the next. The next four games, really, we've got Leicester, we've got Wolves, Leicester, Crystal Palace and Norwich. If we don't get 10 points in those games, we're in trouble. Well, I don't think we're in that much trouble, but I think we should be aiming. Burnley away last day of the season, that could be a decider. It could be a decider. I don't think it is, though, at the moment. This is interesting. If Everton win their two games in London, Newcastle, they go above them. Yeah, I know. Oh, Brad's Brad's just cracked a smile. I only oh. knew this. Blood money was over there in the corner, all all thinking he's safe. <laughs> Being at the pub at seventy-five minutes instead of eighty-five because he wanted two pints instead of instead of just the one. I think, though, to be fair, clubs like Brighton and Brentford are in trouble. I think I think Brighton potentially are in trouble. To be fair, I think, they just tightened, did you say? Like Brentford are on 33 points and they've played 31 games. They've just beat Chelsea 4-0, though, haven't they? 4-1, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Wakefield Trinity beats Salford, and if, if that's what if, if we're if it, you're true to your word, Brad, it's a similar anomaly, isn't it? Well, no, because neither us or Wakefield are the European champions. <laughs> well, um, I uh, I don't rate. I well, no, I tell you what, I'm not enjoying this race race for the fourth, for the top four spot. 
do you know what? If I could choose, I'd choose West Ham. I'd like to see West Ham finish fourth this year. Yeah, they're not going to, though, are they? Let's be honest. No, I think it's Arsenal. Even though they got battered by Palace. Yeah. I think... I think actually they're playing the best football at the minute. Well, to be fair, Tottenham looked unbelievable against Newcastle, but... It with Newcastle, so does it really count? I don't think it does, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry to all my mates that support Newcastle. Which is what two? <laughs> yeah, I saw a, I saw a tweet before. It was like Newcastle are out of the race to sign Mbappe. I thought, were they ever in? Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, it's um, what's the other one that I, I saw recently? Oh, apparently, we're trying to run the race to try and sign Timo Werner. And I was like, not sure about that. <laughs> no, I, uh, you're I, I sign a few thirty-year-olds. I heard during the summer that you're only um, you're only spending sixty mil. All right, according to that's what Newcastle come out and said. They said they don't want to go and lump a load of cash yet. Is they want to build like a squad? So yeah, I think that's fair though because I, I look at the only thing that might change that is if we lose Alan San Maximum. But I, I just I think he's on something like a four-year deal and. I don't think I don't think a club as big as he's potentially wanting to go to will actually want to buy him. Do you not think not think like, do you like, think someone like Chelsea wants Alan Saint Maximum? Or Tot- a Bayern or a PSG or something like that? Tottenham maybe. Yeah, Spurs might want him, but would Spurs pay sixty million for him or fifty million for him? Crystal Palace, they're a bigger, bigger side than you. They're a bigger side than Newcastle. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for someone like, someone like that. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at the clubs that are coming up. At Bournemouth. Fulham. Bigger fan base. Yeah. Love to play, he'd love to play with Mitrovic. If Luton come up, he could go there. Big fan base. Loyal. <laughs> The mighty if he went there, might just fine. go down the uh, might just go down the east coast a bit, the other side of the way. I want. Um, I, I tell you what, I do want is uh, I don't know if this is sort of niche Newcastle knowledge, but uh, there's a Newcastle under 23s player that's been signed from Brazil, and if you're familiar with the goal, the film Goal, uh, we've signed a lot of players in under 23s called Santiago Munoz. Yeah, it's class, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. That Apparently he's alright as well. Them films when I was younger were easily some of the best films I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's dead good. And then it's been weird actually, like the we've met people through uh like colleagues that Georgia, Georgia works with who are local and like a couple of the I can't remember what the link is, but like um you know the bit where a little lad like kicks his football over and shouts over the thing. He's like, "Can we have a ball back, please?" Um, like Georgia knows the bloke that like is now the grown-up version of that kid in in goal. That's a Class. very niche claim. That is a niche claim to fame. Considering you didn't have a clue who it was. Yeah, I had no idea who it was. But I just thought it was class. I loved goal. It was great. Absolutely great film. Yeah, it was good. Right, 
are we going to tie this off with our little top three subjects of the week? Yes. Are we excited about this top three subject? Because I think there's, there's going to be a few disclaimers in this, isn't there? Yeah, I, I think, think so. um, I'd be shocked if we all like have similar stuff as well. Do you want so to introduce I, I, it, Brad? It was yours. I think one one issue is are we talking when we're sober or are we talking when we can't see? I've got mine sober. Yeah, I think I've got mine sober. Um, so the top three of the week is top three was it takeaway items and fast food items, sorry. Fast food items, yeah, that's what that's what I took it as. And if they're not all from Greg's, there's some sort of concern. Oh, I purposely tried to do three from three different places. Yeah, same. I was only, only joking, <laughs> but Greg's is definitely the go-to fast food place anytime between eight in the morning and two in the afternoon. Mm. Would you agree? I'd, I'd stretch it. I'd stretch it till six. I have think... been known to. I've been known to get one on my own from work. A cheeky I little f- SBC or a I state bag. I think they're only snack items, though. That's, that was with Greg's, like, a pass is, even though it's, what, 600 calories, it's only a snack, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's not my tea. This is a, oh, I've just finished work, I'm not having tea for another two hours. I just need something. I'm walking home. Fill a hole, yeah. I've had a tough day. Yeah. Festive yeah. bags like are out. Cut me right. some slack. So, and I'll have a pint otherwise. Exactly. Number three, I need... The takeaways, well, the fast food restaurant it's from. Sorry, I keep saying takeaway. And also, what the item is. Okay, go on, Pat. Do you want to go first? Um, in at number three for me is the humble chicken nugget. McDonald's chicken nugget. I genuinely thought you were talking about a specific chicken nugget then. I was no. like, what? what is the humble chicken nugget? No. <laughs> just, a, just a chicken nugget. Yeah, love it. Like it. Do like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I don't know. No, uh, I mean, you love. You know how much I love chicken nuggets. Part I used to go for a stage of eating or getting twenty on a night out. Way probably every week. Yeah, <laughs> and watching really niche documentaries. Yeah, I remember when we got a McDonald's and you just got twenty chicken nuggets for us to share, and neither of us had any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I fell asleep watching a Louis Free documentary in our front room. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Awesome. Simpler times. Jed? All right, so I've gone... I, I couldn't really do my top three without this place because it does bring a lot of nostalgia back because uh, from from my sixth form times. And it there was one in the Students' Union in uni, which where me and Pat went to a lot like when we had breaks from labs and stuff. Uh, I've gone with Subway. Oh, so it's not really an item. It's more it is a, a sandwich, but you can't really pick one item from somewhere, can you? So the sandwich of choice I've got is chicken and bacon melt with southwest sauce on Italian herbs and cheese, obviously with a bit of salad. Classic, love it. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think good shout, good shout. Uh, what salad are we having on our subways, boys? I'll start. I've, I'm having lettuce, sweet corn, and onion. Yeah, you always I always remember that about you at uni. You're always an onion and your sandwich bloke. Never understood it myself. 
Why what are you going for, Pat? Don't say tomatoes. Lettuce, olives, and jalapenos. Olives? Yeah. The little black olives. <laughs> Horrible man. <laughs> Horrible missionary man. How <laughs> was that missionary? Because they're olives. Olives are meant to come in some sort of like it's it's not a vinegar, is it? They come in liquid, don't they? Olives in subway are the driest, oldest looking things I've ever seen. Nah, not gonna rise to it. Solid combination. Or or sometimes um, I'll clarify that to be fair. Sometimes um gherkins and jalapenos. It's worse than olives. Do you know that door behind you? Leave. Honestly, people have gone jail for gone to jail for less. Go on, mine is dependent on what sandwich I get. So if it's an, if I'm going like either like a BMT or something like that, I'll probably go lettuce, um, jalapenos, onions and peppers. Nice. But then my other option, if I'm going meatball marinara, I just go lettuce and double up on jalapenos. But I do like the new meat shift in that you can now get salt and pepper on it, chilli flakes. Yeah. Options galore, boys. Options galore. Oh, talk to me. Talk to me. Um, Brad, you're number three. Yeah, this is... Kind of on this nostalgia, but mainly when I was younger. Um, I'm going to go KFC and I'm going Toasted Twister. You're going to have to talk me through it. Yeah. Uh... Even if, have you had one or? No, no, I don't know. It rings a bell, but I wouldn't be able thing. to describe it. Yeah, it's pretty much just a wrap. But it comes in like, it kind of looks like a burrito sort of thing, but it's got fried chicken in there. It's got like this Toasted Twister sauce. It's got a bit of salsa in there, lettuce. It's just, it's just one of them that I look back on and go, I could have one probably every time. Sounds a bit of all right, to be fair. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad, that. Next time you're walking past, I think, I'm not sure if you discontinued it. I think that, that's that's the only issue. But next time you're walking past a KFC and you're a bit package, because it's one of them that you could either have as a meal or you can just have like a snack. Yeah. Did you ever have a double down from KFC? No. I don't know if this is... I, don't, I think it was called the Double Down. It was basically a, like a bacon barbecue sauce and cheese in between two like fried chicken bits. Almost like a bacon sandwich, but instead of bread, it was fried chicken. That's mad. It was that mad. the most insane thing I've ever, I've ever eaten. I remember once they did... Um, in, when we were in sixth form, the KFC would do... Would do a litre and a half of Pepsi, four fries and something like 20 fillets for something daft, like seven quid. And you just share it with a mate. It was just filthy. It was great. Yeah, rate that. Massively. Right, Pat, second. Runner up. So my number two is... Um, is, a, is, 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 is an annual occurrence and is... Um, I look forward to every single year, and I think even though by that description you'll know what's coming, it's the Greg's Festive Bake. I mean, 
I can't argue. Do you want me to put a disclaimer out here? You don't never like had one. What? What? I've never had one. Right, Brad. How? How, on, not, how have you not done that? <laughs> that's you done here, honestly. I just don't think I've ever walked into Greg's and that's been something I'd want to order. What do you mean that? But it's something you... Why Why? Why would you ever look at a Greg's Festive they could not want to listen, order it? Pat's just had his head in his hands. <laughs> What's not to like about it? I'm not... Well, I don't What's not appealing about it? Stuffing, turkey, cranberry sauce, bit of sauce. Just quite set in my way. It's just like going in and ordering what I know. I don't, I don't think I've ever looked and gone, oh, I'll order one of them. What, missionary man set in your way sort of thing? Is that <laughs> yeah. I did actually, over the Christmas period, I had the pigs in blanket um, baguette. Did you have, uh, but that came, it had too much cranberry sauce on it. So, no, maybe that's... when I went to Greg's at Christmas time, right? I look at everything that's for sale and I go, Do you know what? I'm going to get a festive bake. I don't, I don't even stop at go. I don't collect 200 pounds. I go straight in. I go to the festive bake and I order one. I don't look at the pigs in blanket baguettes. None of that. Period. I mean, he was looking at the baguettes in Greg's. Oh, this is like at lunchtime. This is, I don't know, it was a rogue order. It wasn't nice either, so that probably, yeah, probably you can say that again. Awesome. It was a rogue order. Uh, one thing I would say about the festive bake is I probably always eat, or like every Christmas I eat that many that do become sickly. Yeah, and I think it's right that they only come out once a year because by. stuffing element of it so it just a lot of them sometimes taste like you know which with but but not every day of the week you'd never just get a festive bake on his oh, of course yeah 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 Go on. Jed, what's your second so I'm I'm staying I'm staying in the same establishment I'm staying in Greg's, but <laughs> I'm not going the I'm not going the festive bake, uh, I'm going the uh, the good old classic which has just returned the sausage bean and cheese. Nice, yeah, rate it, like it. I uh, knew you were going to choose that because when we had a recent pick up to Newcastle, going there and going back, dead 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 staple order was the sausage bean and cheese melt, and then had additional things around it. But, but the, the main thing was always going to be a sausage bean and cheese melt, which I do rate and I think quite highly. It's um it's on the list. I rate them. You know when you get one though and it, it it's it's not even warm, it's like cold. I'm always a bit disappointed. Like I think it's it's probably been my top three baker um uh, Greg's items, everyday Greg's items. But but it's in my bottom three when it's cold. It's nasty, I think, when it's cold. Yeah, I don't disagree. But what I think is there is an optimum temperature to every Greg's item, obviously. I'm just pointing out the obvious there. But the only Greg's item that I can eat really in any temperature apart from boiling hot is probably a steak bake. Sausage like, roll? Sausage rolls, like... They they can be a bit dry. Apart from true, I obviously, as we've discussed, I think we've discussed, I had the perfect 
Sure. Back. But like chicken bakes are awful when they cold, I think. Cheese yeah, they're endless. Nice when they're warm. I'd rather have a cheese and onion cold. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think with the sausage bean and cheese melt, they're probably nice and lukewarm. I'd, if yeah. they're too hot, they get a, you can't really taste them that well. Um, so, but I think, I think that's I think that's the case with a lot of Greg's items. Um, I think I'm sorry to. But, Still fun to me. I think this leads on to my second item, which is also another oh, rogue one. But it's a vegan sausage roll from Greg's. Fair. Yeah. Simply I mean, because, as a big fat kid when I was younger, I used to live off sausage rolls. Vegan sausage roll comes in and absolutely wipes the floor of sausage rolls. Yeah, in I my think opinion, it's good. Anyway. Yeah. Love a good sage and onion. I don't think you can really. Um, dispute it and I'll also get brownie points from the old missus for this because pescatarian and loves that we share our love for vegan sausage rolls did you say you like sage and onion Brad yeah so why haven't you had a festive bake <laughs> come around all the way there is there's not much of a correlation well obviously there's a correlation in that this, this sage and onion stuffing in, in the festive bake but there's also it might be the cranberry sauce. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think. I. I don't, I don't think whatever answer I give you, Pat, you're not going to be happy with. So, but it honestly still blows my mind. I'll be happy when you have a festive bake. Yeah, same. We'll take you for your first uh, in the festive period next year. Uh, Pat, number one. Yeah. So number one was a really tough one because up to now. Like chicken nuggets are a bit of a, I wouldn't say a staple. It's not like I have them three times a week. Festive bakes are a highlight of my year. Um, I had to sort of do a bit of a one where I'm absolutely blind, like blind, blind drunk. Um, and I think this is not something. I, this is something I've not had for years, but it's still my favourite. When I first turned eighteen, um, like a family friend took me out uh, on a night out. And um, afterwards, he got me a takeaway. And the takeaway he got me was uh, chips, cheese, chicken donner, garlic sauce, and chili. And it was to, to date the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. That sounds like it would block up your digestive system for maybe a week. Yeah, yeah, easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. And if, it, if, if it doesn't do that, it'll probably scratching. kill you. Yeah, well, yeah. Are you, that's, is that more of a takeaway than a fast food? Are we not are we distinguishing here? Where I go fast food is in, you look at the chains. Okay, All right, yeah. I just, I, I, I mean, I'm allow fast it. food of... Oh, I'm, I'm of, allowing it. It's, it's, it's part of choice. How you're allowing you it, it you're just going to let us know your yeah, annoyance. Yeah, yeah. You you were upset because I broke the rules that you didn't tell us about. <laughs> yeah, you have broken the rules, and you. But however, you've also rectified the rules and saying that it's only nice when absolutely off your nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be like if someone put that down in front of me and I was completely sober. I'm not sure what I'd do with it. I probably I would probably would go for it, but it wouldn't be as enjoyable as like absolutely blind. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, are you having chicken donor rather than unspecified meat donor? Is that 
does that yeah. have to be a thing? Yeah, so like I think the chicken donna breaks up into bits. Yeah, and, it does, and, yeah. A bit more like then, a shawarma. Yeah, and then it's sort of the melted cheese. Like when you when you put your fork in, you get like a, a mouthful. So there's no bits hanging off like you would if you're getting lamb donna. Do you know where um, I find do really good chicken like chicken donna meat? Is like Greek places when they do like the gyros and stuff. I think yeah. mastered it. Mastered halloumi and mastered chicken kebab meat. Yeah, it's yeah. almost as if it originated from that part of the world. Yeah, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Mental. So tell you've really smashed curries. <laughs> <laughs> India. India, Pakistan and Bangladesh. I, I heard they've been sm- I've heard they've, Honestly, I've heard they've perfected it. Yeah. 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 Go on, Jed, what's your Sorry, top your list? Number one, mine... Um, this this item's already been mentioned, and I did uh, allude to that. Like, it's one of my favourite. Mine is the the humble McDonald's nugget. Uh, don't think in at top it. spot for you. Yeah, in at top spot. Just um, I don't even get it every time I go to McDonald's either, but I just don't think you can beat it. Uh, there's nothing more disappointing though than getting some nuggets and they've been left to go cold. Yeah, or like not lukewarm, really warm, really crispy. What sauce are you going with? Yeah, ketchup. I was going to ask. Ketchup Just ketchup, my, nothing mean, else. Yeah, missionary man. Call me whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, ketchup. Uh, I don't mind the curry sauce, but I'd rather have ketchup. Someone was telling me that uh, in McDonald's, when, once they've cooked uh, uh, the chicken nuggets, they can only leave them for 20 minutes before they have to bin them. Yeah, it was like, Similar rules in Tesco, but stuff out of the fridge. Oh, okay. Fair. Ooh, interesting. So, yeah, that's my number one, Bradley. Can't hate yet. Can't hate yet. Yeah, I, 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 um, I toyed a bit with number one because there's a lot of things, and two and three were more like a few like curveballs and definitely should be deserving of the top three, whereas number one, I want something that I always go to. And I'd probably go for McDonald's Chicken Select, mainly because, obviously, I do like... I like chicken nuggets, but I think I prefer like, the bread on the chicken, well, whatever it is, but the coating of the chicken. Yeah. Chicken Select, and then I see you get better options, you know, for the sauce. What sauce are you going for? Oh, mix it up every time. So it's between barbecue... Sour cream and chive and sweet chili. But I've never had. I've, I could never, never throw barbecue and sweet chili. I think sour cream and chive is always a staple, and then I mix between the two. You never had what? Pat? Never had a chicken select. Blasphemy. Right, that's equally as mental as him. Never, never having nobody. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's Always on the menu. That is absolutely ridiculous. I, I can be justified for not going Greg's in December. You are yeah. never out of fat. McDonald's yeah. every week and you don't even right. pick chicken selects. Yeah, we're going, we going uh, getting some chicken selects. Part I think we'll be right up your street. The smoky barbecue sauce as well is oh, very nice. It's ridiculous. And it's different to the barbecue sauce that you get in the little yeah. pots. Got a bit I more think, of a kick to it. I think there's definitely a few honourable mentions that we have missed off. Yeah, Burger, definitely. Burger King chips. Yeah. Uh, She's an onion bait from Greg's. Yeah. Yeah. Steak bait. Um, yeah. Big fan of cheese dippers. Yeah. 
they're Pop a staple every time KFC. we go to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the just the the recipe, original recipe chicken, the boneless like fillets from KFC, I think are unreal. Yeah, the um, uh, coating on them is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> shout this place out. Even though you are up all night with the driest mouth in the northwest, the red salt chips from Dixie Chicken on Shrewdale in Manchester. <laughs> Anything that comes out of that place is is an honourable yeah. mention. Horrible mention of just Dixie Chicken in Manchester. Yeah, um, me and Ben have uh, started, oh sorry, me and friend of the pod. Uh, I mean, my, my flatmate have started this thing when last few times we've been, we've both got a meal each and got like eight pieces of chicken to share. <laughs> Class. <laughs> it's great. You say um, piece of chicken, you say eight fried pieces of meat that could be could, anything. Could... It was it once near like a chicken. Both yeah. once, uh, once got the chicken. Another honourable mention, meatball marinara from Subway. Yeah, yeah, love it. Killed me the day I found out that that was 1,200 calories just for a foot long. No, it's, they are so good. Chicken legend, McDonald's. Ah. Yeah. You I can't think you can beat a McChicken sandwich. And we're, just, we're literally just going to list all fast food here. Yeah, we are, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's not an honourable mention. Let's just say, but... we have just missed off one of the biggest ever fast food items ever. The quarter the cheeseburger. Yeah, not. I'll take it or leave it. It's not my go-to. Oh, um, you have to go double. If you yeah, go you have to go double. If I go through the drive, I'll go for one of them and just eat it whilst I'm driving. It one, it was a good yeah. perk when you had student cards, but I always went for a chicken mayo, mayo chicken. Yeah, again, like I just think I think this them ninety nine p ones. The meat to bread ratio is just a bit off. Yeah, I'd hate to disagree with you. Uh, one thing I have done though is got a double cheeseburger, <laughs> split it in half, and put a male chicken in between the two patties. What was that nice. doing? That was the most insane thing I've ever eaten. It was like when I was seventeen and I just drank like a one and a half liter bottle of like Omega Can I come up- white cider. Can I come up with um, two two things that I really enjoy that would have never even made my top ten list, but I really enjoy it and I think they need a shout out. Yeah, go dairy on. milk McFlurry. Yeah, and a fillet of fish, which I've only ever had once, but it was really, <laughs> really, really, really enjoyable. I am there. <laughs> I do need to try one. That's another thing I need to try. You do. We'll go to McDonald's and we'll all try something we've never tried before. What's order the menu? That's actually a really good idea. Vanilla milkshake, also top tier. Yeah. Chocolate guy. Banana milkshake's good as well. Did you ever have crushums with KFC? Yes. Milky bar yeah. crushum, and there were all the bits at the bottom. Oh, the Oreo one. Ooh. Lovely. Right, we're well, in trouble there. I know, Patrick, yeah, well, we could well, I'm not really go wire. You are choosing next week's top three, so I'm sure Am we are. Looking forward to it. Yeah, he's making a note of this here, as if <laughs> as if he's not going to get told next Monday. By the way, Pat, what we're we doing tonight, and he's just going to have to come up with something. No, no, I'm I'm going to give it some thought because I'd like We've got that. a whole list like to... as well. Yeah. What I need to choose one of the ones we 
put forward or can I come up with one? No, no, oh, no you can no, come up with one. any, but if you want some inspiration, I'm going to challenge you to a non-food one because we just seem to yeah. need food all the time. I think that's fair. Top three right, clothing items. Crew clothing, yeah. what is it? Number one for Patrick. <laughs> Checkered shirt. Number Anything. two. Anything. Boat shoes and crop <laughs> chinos. Is this a is this university uh, wardrobe? Your Top. year-round wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. No, why? Why deflecting as if? Oh, I don't wear that now. While sitting in a crew clothing closet. No, I'm in a North Face fleece. That's what is it? It is a quarter zip fleece. All right, let you off. But anyway, right. Jed, I know we cut you off last week. So, do you want to ramble the exit? Yeah, it's been a pleasure, boys. Uh, if people want to suggest topics or ask us any questions or just want to tell us some boring stories to ramble about, our email is talkingheadsandtails at gmail.com. I think it's in the description for the episode. Or check our Twitter out. We are now big in the Twitter sphere. We've got a massive 12 followers. Um, and our Twitter game is going up and up and up. Pat put a tweet out that got five likes. Uh the other day, which is good, at T H and T Pod, uh, like, rate, and subscribe. I don't really know what it does, but every other podcast just seems to say it. But it's been a pleasure, boys. Always a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having us. We'll see, nice you, to see you fellas. next week. See you in a bit. Bye. See you in a bit. <laughs>